Hello, hello everyone. How are you? <sighs> wow, that was indeed a sound bath, right? This is how this is how they call it in Germany. I think this sound bathing. Yeah, and this I mean you are immersed, completely immersed by the vibrations here, and that's uh, it's transforming. We you know we are. 70% of our body is water, 70%, mm -hmm. and water are most um, receptive to any vibrations. Therefore, us as human beings, with all that water, with all that water, this is why sound bath can heal. And we have today here the amazing Melissa. Hello. Hey Melissa. How are you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like you like if you imagine throwing a rock into water, the ripples. Right. So it's what sound does to our body. It affects us on a cellular level. If you think we're vibratory beings, we're energy, each cell is comprised of moving you know, protons, neutrons, electrons, and then you multiply that by the trillions of what our bodies are made up of. That's how our bodies are um, affected by the sound waves. Yeah. And if you think of um, our thoughts are energy, our words are energy, our actions are energy, and each of those thoughts, whether... Um, they're negative or positive, you know, the, the negative thoughts are dense. Our negative words are dense, you know, or they can be light. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, with COVID, with everything going on, with people experiencing fear, separation, worry, um, those are denser energies and, and it begins to weigh us down. Um, and so when people come to see me, it's not necessarily for a physical ailment. It's just because they're just bogged down in their head and their energy. And they're mm -hmm. just, and, and I love working on people that have never come to me before because just the smile and the, like the wow factor of how light they feel um, energetically when they, when they're done, it's just, that's my favorite part of doing this work is it's, it's fun for me. It's exploring for me because each one of us are different. We all have a different vibration. We're all carrying different, um, denser energies, depending on what we're going to. They could be familial. They could be ancestral. You know, mm -hmm. it's not just, um, Oh, we're all carrying yeah. a different code. Exactly. You know, our DNA is a code that yeah. needs to be deciphered or this is what we're doing through the experience of life we are deciphering our own code mm -hmm. and each of us has a very unique code i was just listening to the last show we've done in hebrew and we spoke about uh we call it hamerkam in in hebrew you could you could translate it into some kind of like a matrix mm -hmm. and then we talked about many different aspects of that and one of them was the the human skin mm -hmm. which is also like the matrix of our body and it's very interesting that each person has a unique skin pattern. There is mm -hmm. no two people that have the same yeah. skin, unique pattern. Mechan. That's why fingerprints are always 
very personal, very individual. Right, and Merkam does mean patterns. So basically that whole previous podcast episode was basically all about that, which which I think would be a wise idea to talk about it a little bit more today, just because now we're doing this in English. And um, I think it's important for anyone who doesn't speak Hebrew to understand what we were talking about in the previous one. Yeah, so yeah. I can uh, maybe give another... Another example to this, which um, for, for some time now I'm looking into life in a way like a spider would look to life. You know, the spider mm-hmm. webs a web, or how do you call it? The spider thing? web. Yeah. Spider weave web. He creates the web. weave. That's the beautiful uh, the weave. <laughs> so the spider weaves a web, much like you would weave a carpet. And this web, this is, this is his the patterns of which he is living mm-hmm. and this is the pattern that also catches his meals mm-hmm. yeah? and the very beauty of the spider is that it's not rushing anywhere it needs patience it has patience and it's waiting it knows that something will come by and once it's there it doesn't even need to see it it feels the vibration of the web Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that is. That's the thing. And then they come running. And then they come running, and they sting you, and the next thing you are Wrapped froze up. dinner, frozen dinner, waiting for them to. <laughs> Mini burrito. This fellow ain't dead. <laughs> yeah, but the beauty of it is really that it's all the vibration. Yeah. It's the vibration, and much like you said, a stone lands in the water and creates the pattern. The spider, the, whatever is caught in the spider web, creates the vibration, you know? It's, it is the way of life, Yeah. for the most part. This is pretty much what's, yeah, the pattern. We are the pattern, the pattern is us, the pattern is everywhere. Yeah. It is what we are made of. Light, dark, it's all there, and you remember we were talking about how the light is attracting, you know, all of the other, all the people and everyone involved in the pattern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, yeah, we were talking about a lot of things that definitely made more sense back then. <laughs> they do now. <laughs> Just because we were in the moment of something, sure. you know, of, 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 the, of our main subject. Yeah. Um, but you can see it also here, you know. Yeah. Um, so Melissa came and she said and she brought all of her, um, not all, but... Uh-huh. many of the singing bowls uh-huh. and you place them in a pattern. I did. Um, really, there's no... I was just laying them out. I wasn't overthinking anything. But the bowls that I brought, um, the crystal bowls, are the crown chakra, uh-huh. which is purple. The third eye is indigo. And then your throat chakra is the blue. And then I brought the heart chakra, and I feel like these frequencies just elevate you to higher consciousness mm-hmm. because it's your heart, your inner wisdom, and your connection to source. And then I threw a little throat chakra in there just to help me. That thing, <laughs> that thing over there has such a unique sound to it. This one? Yeah. It's, it's just... Uh... It's so crystal clear. And it lasts. It just resonates through that thing in its entirety. And, and I what's can crazy, direct it. 
That's what I like about it. Oh, yeah. Like a speaker. It's like a beam yeah. me up, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I consider me beamed. All right, so explain <laughs> to the, the listeners that it's shaped like a wine glass, like a giant wine glass, but instead of a stem at the bottom, it's just a... Uh, it's open. It's open, yeah. So it's almost like a funnel. Like yeah. A, yeah, it looks like one of those things that you would funnel. use to open the toilets with. No. Yes. <laughs> well, kind of a little bigger bit. Bigger and of glass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, I have one over here. Oh, you do you? It does look a little similar. We will post a picture on Facebook to show indefinitely that I know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, okay. there will actually be multiple pictures, right? Explaining our episode today. Oh yeah. And I think we should do one of us. Okay. Yeah. And one of this. One of this. Setup. So you claim that you didn't place it in as a pattern, uh, no. but I will claim that you did. Okay. And the reason is because you need it in handy. Mm -hmm. So you place the ones that are mm -hmm. the chakras in front of you, mm -hmm. and the ones that are maybe less used or even like deeper sounds like. This guy over here, mm -hmm. you know, the ground one, mm -hmm. you placed it further away. Mm -hmm. You decided what you would like to, to your left and to your right. Mm -hmm. And those are patterns. And mm -hmm. the pattern starts with our mind. Mm -hmm. You know, the patterns are in the mind. Mm -hmm. The mind works with patterns. And we implement actually the same patterns in everything that we do. This is the beauty of nature. So nature is based on something that they call the fractal which is the very very basic um, structure that is seen everywhere in nature it's seen in it looks like a beetle mm -hmm. so it's already looked like a beetle and then you see it in trees and you see it in the flowers and you see it even in the in weather patterns is that the same thing as the Fibonacci sequence might I just know it as a fractal or okay. a fractal, which is a, um, yeah, like which the, is just a, it's you just know, the, yeah of the ammonite So the idea is that <laughs> everything <laughs> is based on, and this is how evolution started, right? We started right. as one cell, yeah. and each cell had the same information, and it just becomes bigger and bigger, or it's expanding, much like. Uh -huh. A bubble or, a, mm -hmm. or a, you know you drop a stone into the water it's yeah. the same shape that is yeah. expanding and expanding and expanding and the reason behind everything is the energy energy works in patterns energy is, mm -hmm. is funneled mm -hmm. when we talk about a funnel yeah. it looks like a funnel energy is funneled through a structure last week you spoke about the Merkabas mm -hmm. that creates an energy field actually that you can use and I will claim, go as far as to claim, that sound is, is that physical outlet of the energy being funneled through something. No, as Jack an energy source. Like, you need your pipe, my friend? <laughs> your stinking <laughs> pipe? <laughs> as an energy source, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's so think about form of funnel. What creates, when we look at the sky, right? Thunder, right? thunder and lightning are created at the same time and they are created when two objects are colliding. And actually this is how physical sound mm -hmm. is heard when there are two objects colliding. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just the wind 
on itself the wind cannot create sound and it's impact it's yes. any kind of impact yeah. and exactly physical uh, well it's all physical but when it comes to sound but um, it's uh, um, yeah no matter at what velocity um, it makes a sound not, so not, not even just any, yeah exactly yeah. and not just as musical instruments but there's any two object like both of your hands and clapping yeah. and uh, and the velocity determines the pitch right if it's a high vibration or a low vibration there are also other scales in it the weight of the object right the even the um, the point or the angle that it collides with the next object even that is something to determine the vibrational outcome of that so physicality is really, really interesting, but the, the base of everything is sound. It's this, the vibration, the song, how do they say? The song of the human story. Yeah, it's, it, it's what brings people together. I mean, you can have people from all areas of the world listen to sound and find joy in that. And You could say it's a universal language. It's a universal language. It brings people together. It's community. If you think of indigenous people, it was the drums, the rattlers, and they were recreating the heartbeat, you know, mm -hmm. their oneness with the earth. Yeah. So I met Melissa in Peru. Wow. And I want to do a... A, a huge gesture to Peru right now by saying I'm compelled to say that this country and the amazing people are in, that lives in the country mm -hmm. and this the wonderful tradition changed my life. You know, they, it's, it opened me up in, in a strong connection to nature and to simplicity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you? Um, okay, he can edit all of the all of the stuff that is not important. But I would I would like to um, ask you. Okay. Um, how did Peru affect your musical or your connection between you and music? You know. Um, I haven't thought about this. I so. haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, there were times when a few of us went to Carmen's house, um, and we jammed. Mm. And um, who was Carmen? Jeremy was there. She's uh, one of the ones in the class who lived in Pisac, uh -huh. in the Sacred Valley. Um, and her husband plays like all these amazing instruments. And and then we met like so many amazing people who could play instruments that were part of our training and mm -hmm. it was just you know it was just so awesome so I don't know that it changed anything because I'd already been immersed in music so heavily in my life but it really just opened me up with how wonderful it is to get in community yes you know and how yeah. You know, I didn't know these people, but hey, you got instruments? I'm part of it. <laughs> like, let's get together, you know, yeah. just... So let's talk at another notch. Um, where we met mm -hmm. was during uh, a yoga nidra 
training. And Yoga Nidra is, for many people, it's unfamiliar actually. And it's one of those yogas that will surprise you because you actually just lay down and you get into a deep, deep, deep state of uh, consciousness that you can use, you can facilitate the Yoga Nidra into going deep into yourself and understanding where many of your patterns are lying as well as many of your wounds. And it helps to bring it up in a safe way so that it can be released. Because you're still conscious of what you wow. do. And if you think about what Yoga Nidra really is, it's about the recipient laying flat and being somewhat hypnotized. It's not really a hypnosis, but the guide or the, the, the Yoga Nidra, what teacher. you call teacher, would guide you through um, a certain meditation yeah. Yeah, that is very structured, by the way, at least the beginning of it, where you go consciously over your body parts, getting in contact with them, and then the, the teacher would take you into another beautiful journey that is very pictographic, uh -huh. that you create this is in, in your head, uh -huh. and then it will leave you with the intention that you've set upon entering the Yoga Nidra session, uh -huh. and that intention would open up the story that you wished to enter to. And the thing is that it's actually just about sound. Because you lay flat on the ground and you're listening to a voice that guides you somewhere, that gives you a vibration, a resonance that, that unfolds a story. Mm -hmm. It takes you through the layers of your being, um, your physical being, your energy being, your physical being, your, your food body, your your guru. So it takes you first through your breathing, right? We're breathing, we're counting our breath, and then we're experiencing duality, hot, cold, fear, happiness. And then we're taken to the depth. So then we dive down into the ocean, going deeper into our consciousness so that we can, um, what was it before that was, he, then we bring our awareness to the parts of our body. But then eventually we meet our guru, and that's our inner teacher. Mm -hmm. And then that's where you begin to pull out the uh, samskaras. That's the, you know, your karmic impressions that you've stored within you throughout your life. And then, you know, it can be traumatic for people if they have a lot of trauma in your life. But yes, it is, I think it's about, about vibration because we were instructed on the tone of our voice, yeah. the cadence of our speech, mm -hmm. um, being in a way that would keep them engaged but not flowing too quickly through the sequence. So it's the tone of the voice and the frequency that the teacher <coughs> is using, the tempo mm -hmm. that the teacher is using. And all of this is just is, is sound vibrations. Yeah, and, sp and specific pattern. types of vibrations. Mm -hmm. For the same reason why these bowls are in different sizes. Mm -hmm. Or a lot of them are. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because everyone's got a different vibration to them. A different frequency that works on that vibration. Did you know that each of your organs has a different hertz? Your heart has a different hertz from your liver from your, you know, 
prostate, uterus, like our bodies vibrate at different frequencies <laughs> together. We got a concert going on in our, <laughs> in our bodies. Technically, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. There you go. These vibrations that create these frequencies, each and every one of our organs, like you said, creating a symphony. That's I never thought about it that way, but it is pretty awesome. Yeah. That is pretty awesome. Vibrations. So I wonder, based on that, if people are attracted to certain music based on their own vibration. 100%. Yeah. Because you want, we even say it, like you resonance with, you resonate with something. We even have a phrase to it, you resonate with something, and that's mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. You resonate with a certain frequency that uh, reflects to you, actually, your own thoughts and emotions. That's the world, the world reflects to us constantly our own words and emotions. And you need to step into this consciousness, into this realization and say, okay, I understand. Because people, in the, especially in the spiritual community, they say, or they repeat at least, the words of the Guru saying, I create my own reality. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean? How do you create your reality? By vibrating mm -hmm. your thoughts and emotions. And this creates what we call the illusion, but it's really real. Mm -hmm. Reality, that's why it's also called reality, because it's real. And that reality reflects to you back what you emanate. Speaking from my own experience, um, my parents were kind of checked out when I was a kid, and they were going through a divorce. My sister's four years older than me. She took it hard, and I just remember feeling like, hello, <laughs> you know, like here I am, I'm four, like does anybody see me? So then that developed within me a feeling of not being seen, that I wasn't worthy of being seen. So then that pattern followed. So because I've had that pattern throughout my childhood, then here I am an adult working through that vibration of uh, um, low self-worth. Yes. You know, so, but we can shift that by changing the vibration. That's the funny, affirmations. That's the funny things about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, affirmations. I, I love affirmations, but they don't work with half of the people. The reason is because they don't believe it. Because you need to stand behind it. You need to fully be behind those affirmations. Yeah. You need to understand what they it. are. Yeah. You cannot just say it, right? It's not just, because the words that we emanate are, again, creating a vibration which resonates in the world behind us. Mm -hmm. And if I am blowing up smoke or a, or a balloon, then that's what I'm sending there. It needs to be filled. It needs, when I'm, I'm creating a word, creating a sound, it needs to have Body. essence. Essence. Yeah. It needs to have an essence. Otherwise, it's empty. And that's what it will emanate in your life. Not much. What do you think? Wow. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's, I'm having a hard time describing what I'm trying to say. But it is very true, very intriguing. And it also, I love just how it all connects to everything that we've been talking about so far, including the previous episodes. Mm -hmm. 
it, it does have a lot to do with that. Yeah. You know, and it's like and the energy, like you said, that you send, and you get that back. We were talking a lot earlier than even before we started doing podcasts. We were talking about reflections. I think mm -hmm. we, we did that before the podcast. Yeah. We were talking about reflection and how. Um, you know, it, it's not just the obvious, you know, what, what you send out there is what you'll receive, but there's definitely a lot more depth into that conversation. Yes. I remember. Well, imagine that you, s that you are standing in front of a placid lake. Right. And you look down into that placid lake. You're on the shallow ground still. You haven't stepped inside or into the placid lake. You are, yeah, you know, whatever, on the bank. Mm -hmm. And you're looking into that placid lake. You look down. What would you see? You will see your own reflection because it's a placid lake. Now, what happens if you drop a, the smallest pebble into the into the waters and the under you? The smallest ripple. And the smallest <laughs> ripple. What will happen? You will your see a distortion, distortion. of yeah. your own self. Yeah. And that's just a pebble. If you, if you will emanate your voice, you have the capacity to create ripple. Mm -hmm. And to change the reflection. That's the thing. The reflection is the parallel that affects all. Mm -hmm. And the symbolism of water is used to represent our consciousness, like our thoughts. Subconsciousness. Subconscious, Isn't it subconsciousness? Yeah, subconscious, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually what uh, my wife uh, said about that. I said, I have nightmares that I'm in a... Every once in a while I tell her that I have nightmares that I'm in some kind of like the... What do you call it? The, the, the civil engineering portion of like waterways and stuff like that. Hmm. And, you know, everything is metal and concrete, and there's water pouring out of everywhere, and these are huge, enormous structures, and I'm in there, wow. and it's scary, and it's weird, and it's like it's like a different world yeah. within a world. She says, well, whenever you dream of water, that means that this is about your subconsciousness, that like it's trying to tell you something. So That's, is the water breaking through the concrete? Is it is it failing? It, it's just flowing. Okay. Nothing is failing. Well, that's Things good. are flowing though. Well, that's good. Yeah. Or about to flow in a scary way. <laughs> so, it's it's an it's an intimidating environment uh, if you're to put it into certain perspectives and the uh, power of it. The power of it, yeah. It's it's kind of like being in um I don't know, like in, in an industrial complex late at night. It's kind of scary, right? Mm -hmm. Not just because of the potential dangers, mm -hmm. but Everything just looks intimidating around you. Same idea. It's an odd dream to have. Yeah. Have so this is similar to that. Are you an engineer? Me? Yeah. Like, no, but I love engineering. I love everything about it. Okay. But I guess like everything that has a uh, its bright, light, positive side, mm -hmm. there's also the dark, you know, the pretty much like the the void side of it. It's like the positive and the negative, which is what we were talking about in a previous episode, mm -hmm. if you remember. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so huh. I do like engineering and everything that's involved around engineering and stuff like that, but uh, uh, yeah, I understand the negatives and positives of 
knowing that there is the negatives and positives of everything out there, mm -hmm. this is one of those things. <laughs> so last uh, episode we spoke about the duality. Duality, there you the go. The duality aspect of this reality, that everything is up and down, black and white, mm -hmm. feminine, masculine, negative, positive, good or bad. Mm -hmm. Right? This is unavoidable. Mm -hmm. This is where we are at and Being the human. balance way the way, the way even of uh, you can, many spiritual uh, venues are talking about the same thing is about um, finding the middle point, finding the balance, being in the balance. What does it mean, being in the balance? It means that you are running away from the negative, from the bad, from the dark? No. You understand that you are the zero, you are the center, that it's all circling you just like vibrations. And it's all even emanated from and by you. And it's part of life. Mm -hmm. Because you cannot even start to explain to me what is light if there wasn't darkness. Right. You cannot separate good from bad. You cannot tell me what bad is if you, if you, cannot if you don't know what the good is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the thing. It's just to remember. You know, it's like we would stand in front of a hill and you would tell me, this one goes up, that one goes down. Going up is good, going down is bad. No, it's just another form of duality. Yeah. And like you explained, like the bottom line is that we are all part of that duality. And that duality is part of us. It's not something that we should try to escape, avoid. If something bad happens, it'll happen. Okay? And then something good will come to replace it eventually in one shape or form or another and you know what the funny thing about this is that if you you know when bad things happen to us or what we perceive to be bad after the shock or after we start relaxing and starting to heal most of us find the consciousness to realize there's actually there was something there for me you know, there was, and then you find the positive mm -hmm. inside the negative. Yeah. And you understand that they came together. You just were... Unable to see it yeah. until later. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's just the, pros, the process of resonance. Just like sound. You know, everything resonates. and It does take time, like everything. You know, just to realize it. You, you know, you could start off on, a, on the bad foot. Bad foot, is that how you say it? Get off on the wrong foot, yeah. right? Get off on the wrong foot, but then you'll get on the right foot, which is the second part of the duality. Right. That comes much later in life. Or during the day, or during the week, or during the month. Right. Yeah. I mean, as long as you have two feet, then as you have you to <laughs> place once in a while out of the left, feet, the left foot too, right? You cannot just go <laughs> hopping around with your right leg. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And resonance, as you were talking about it before, a brilliant healer and I've noticed when I was standing in a big bowl over there it's just amazing how this thing just vibrated mm -hmm. everything it just literally felt like it was coming off like an upside-down funnel it was going up and it was just vibrating and it was shaking um, and it was just yeah it, it was a positive feeling in fact before we end this episode I would really like to get into that bowl and try that again okay yeah that would be really fun um, you should try it on your body laying down. 
So on my body, laying down. Like on your back, if you're on your belly, or on uh -huh. your belly, if you're and on your back. With that thing being on, on top of you. On you, resting on top of your body. And then someone just Let's goes, take a moment and, yeah. Melissa, and, and describe these bowls to the listeners. All right, so this bowl is the solar plexus. So the solar plexus is located at our navel center. It governs our power. Um, like sexuality. duality, not sexuality, that's the second chakra. Oh, okay. Oh, you're in the solar plexus. Yeah, so the duality. solar, but duality, like yeah, there's there the positive and a negative to every chakra, right? We can either be in excess or we can be in lack. So if we're in excessive um, chakra in our solar, or if we're excessive in our solar plexus, we might push our, our will upon people. We might be controlling, hmm. you know. Or the opposite, where we're not, you know, we're not expressing ourselves. We're not standing in our truth. We're not um, standing in our power. Um, so that's the frequency of this bowl. Um, it has etching around it that is done with chemical, believe it or not. And it is, of each chakra, the symbol in Sanskrit is on each of the flowers. Um, so is it it's always that big and that heavy yep it's always that big and that heavy it's actually a small one compared to the big ones mm. that there are out there and then i see some stamping or carving one or the um, other it's a it's a chemical they paint it on and it it oh, alters the it alters patina. Its, mm -hmm. oh, kind of like the, the oxidization or yeah of the metals yeah it's pretty interesting and so i went to a class in 2018 through vibration sound association to learn how to put singing bowls on people's body. You know, how we learn like a 30 minute session or an hour session, but through, through my own inner guidance and through what I learned through the class, I'm able to kind of like do, plus I'm Reiki attuned, so I, I can add Reiki in to the healing work when I'm working on people. And, um, was I going with that? <laughs> oh, so when we walked into the room, it was, the class was in Evergreen. It was a sea of singing bowls. It was amazing. This is one of those. I already, wow. I already had these two. I can only imagine what these sound like, but there's so many of them. Oh my God. And room. then there was a big one behind each of our chair. So we just got to play for six days. We got to practice on each other for two and a half hours a day. Like we were blissed out. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And so when I stepped inside that one, and there were many very big ones, that thing just like lit me up. Like, I don't know what it was, but I had to have it. So wow. that's how I, and I had to get alone because it was What I found amazing pricey. today is that I stood in there. So when the show started, what you guys, what you heard guys was um, the vibration of this particular singing bowl mm -hmm. as Jake, Yannick, was standing in the midst of it, in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. Yep, <laughs> it, was, it was good. And it was good. What I found amazing is when I stood there just a moment before you, in there, and to me, it sounded different. Mm -hmm. yeah? mm -hmm. And It's wow. crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, this is, it makes total sense to me because it's a different person, a different vibration, yeah. a different physical um, astron uh, physical uh, weight different shape different you know everything is different yeah. 
that's why it makes sense that the resonance would be different because what's happening here is when we are hitting one of the sides uh, you're hitting it with one of those sticks there we go what is created actually and we spoke about it that when two objects hit each other they create a sound and then the sound is traveling and hitting the other side of the ball and then it's a ping pong mm -hmm. this is why the sound it seems to be that it's like growing and never ending it's because it's ping ponging and with each ping or yeah. pong right. it loses energy that's why the sound is actually fading and I'm just resting that on the side and that's bouncing with Wow. Yep. It's fun to see or to hear because I always ground people when they come to see me and then I ground them again when they leave and it's interesting to pick up the different tone. You know, it might be very subtle. I swear to God, it's just like, ah, and it's just like, <laughs> ah, I mean, when, when, they're, when they're done, it's like, wow, you know, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. So you could say their frequency has shifted. Has shifted. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you say uh, got higher or uh, lighter. I, I don't know, like the Elevated. tone. Yeah, like it Elevated. sounds just more vibratory and a little uh, I almost lighter feel like it's a sound massage. It's pretty yeah. much what it is. That's what it is. And because, like, for me, for example, like I get very tense. And as soon as she hit that thing with me inside of it, it's like everything was moving, everything was vibrating. Mm -hmm. You could feel it in your entire body. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous. And for a moment there, or a couple of moments, I kind of became slightly kind of like limp and I was moving around a little bit because mm -hmm. it was loosening me up. So mm -hmm. it seemed like I'm kind of losing my balance a little bit. But mm. yeah, it was like... It's a bath. It's an energetic it bath. bath. Yeah, and it just goes and vibrates, just goes through your pores and your muscles and now, all the tissue. How far up your body did you feel it? Uh, all of it. Yeah. I remember feeling it right over here. Oh, and then, really? And then... And eventually, kind of like escaping, like feeling it, like up to your going neck. through my neck and then all the way up to my head. Wow. And like very nicely, kind of like escaping yeah, my body. Yeah, it there. out. So, yeah, yeah, further out. How about you, Siggy? When you I stood was, in it, how did you feel it? I was, um, right from the first hit, I felt really how the foundation, my, my own foundations are being. Sh shaken okay and i felt immediately the stretch between earth and sky like i am stretched out or floating downwards yeah. and upwards at the mm -hmm. same time mm -hmm. and exactly like you described uh, jake i felt like i'm losing my balance more than once even i was like whoa you know like a tower yeah. that is like suddenly you know, or a branch, you know, that the, yeah. the wind is coming and is like moving. Well, you, you shake any tall object hard enough and it will do that. You mm -hmm. know, it will actually lose its balance for a little bit. It will shake, it will move. Yeah. But so, the funny thing is that there wasn't much energy involved here to shake in that, that big structures mm -hmm. that we are. It's just differently dispersed. I would say it's a pretty significant amount of energy, especially since it's coming from all around the bowl it focuses in the center, which is where you're standing. So all that energy, mm -hmm. it's coming to you. Like you're feeling it. You're like feeling it's all the you. Potency. You are the. Yeah. Um, how did the, the, you are the conductor. Yeah. You're what's conducting between the bowl and you. It's like it's, creating it's a you. specific sound. Yeah. yeah, creating a specific sound, absorbing everything that's around you, mm -hmm. and that is a huge amount of energy. Yeah. But it's mm -hmm. a. 
it's a positive energy for me because j just because of how it made me feel. It made me feel really good. And so the solar plexus is um, E. So in the chakra system. You said E. E. E is an echo, e. like the yes, cord. E. Cord. Yep, E is an echo. Mm -hmm. So in the chakras, they're key the to um, the the notes. So we have A. Yeah. B. C is your root or where the end of your tailbone, mm -hmm. C, and then D is your uterus or prostate, your sacral chakra. E, your solar plexus, um, e, F is your heart, and then G is your throat. So A through G is the chakra key. Yeah. So this would be, yeah, solar plexus. So that's G. C, or D, or no, E. You said E. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Which is, it's interesting to me. You know? Yeah, no, I was just counting the uh, ABCs on yeah. the uh, on the chord spectrum, um, the of the the Doremi's basically. Yeah. Um, so if that's an E. Yeah. I was thinking, why not try and Let's do something do it. together? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. <laughs>
I was <laughs> wondering <laughs> about. That was beautiful. You know, I love Middle Eastern flavor. We were talking on the phone today. Uh-huh. I was I was cautious about okay, how are we going to play together with something so fragile and so unique, you know, and so even high vibrated as the singing balls. And Look, we did it. We did yeah, it. We did <laughs> it. <laughs> Talk about it. What there we you should go. do and how we should do it. We just did it. Yeah, you just got to jump into it sometime. There you go. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I love it. I love and I feel, I feel vibration right now in my soul, in my belly. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah, felt it already before, but now again, I'm feeling more like... You feel it more in a full stomach. Are you guys full? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Overfull. Made some nice hummus, and uh-huh. some Indian and hummus. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Repeat after me. Hummus. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was. It was. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Melissa, I would like to thank you so very much for coming over here and sharing all of this with us my pleasure because we're, we're doing this every week mm-hmm. and we do enjoy ourselves <laughs> <laughs> and every time with, um, you know different guests or sometimes it's just Sagi and myself yeah those are our Hebrew episodes yeah but uh, yeah it's definitely nice to have guests and thank you Sagi Thank you, my Thank friend, you. for he hosting us, and, and uh, he is the, you know, he provides the space and the technical uh, aspect to it. Right. And yeah. I mean, he is like, he's the he's the mirkam. He is the the. I pattern. am not worthy. <laughs> you are worthy. You are worthy. <laughs> I am not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. It's really it's my passion to share this modality with people. Because, you know, as you've experienced, sound and vibration affects our bodies on so many levels, um, physically and energetically. So, if you, can I plug, can I put a plug in for myself? Plug yourself so in. Plug. If you want to experience a private session with me or have a sound bath out of your home, you can find me at blossominglotussound.com. I'm in North Glen, Colorado. Yeah. Speaking of therapy, uh-huh. is it okay if we put that thing on my back and ring it once? You bet. Oh, oh, no, right. oh wait. This is, yeah. Here's something else that you guys should try. Ooh. on my head. Yeah, this. Oh, wow. And then I put this one, because this is the heart chakra. This is. So you got the heart chakra on your head. This is the sacral head. chakra. I hold it down here. Share with the with the listeners a bit what you were doing. So I have a big Himalayan bowl on my head. (laughs) My head is inside the bowl. You look like that uh, Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm toning the bowl, and I've had grown senior men spontaneously cry with this bowl on their head because it's the heart, you know, and. And they just are just flabbergasted, like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm crying. And so it just, you know, it's like a little, it's like a private, it's, I don't know, it's kind of like the icing on the cake, energetically, after all the work's been done. That's amazing. I can't really even try it. 
try that. You're yeah. Try. <laughs> uh, shall we lit the candles? Yeah, you want to do the candles? That's all yeah. special. Yeah. Oh, let's now. do the candles first of all. Is this the last day? Is it the last day? It's the last, the day before last. Well, happy Hanukkah, you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, very soon, Merry Christmas to you. Thanks. Yeah. everyone else who was listening. Um, Sagi, will you please do us the honor? So we have the Hanukkah here. And... Today is the seven days of Hanukkah, which means that we have seven out of the eight um, chambers occupied with a beautiful candle, and I will lit the shamash, which is the extra candle. And I was telling us the boys today, my boys, why are we doing that like that? That um, why do, why can't we use the lighter to use directly to lit directly the candles, but we are using a shamash, uh, um, which, is, which means uh, a servant right. in English, which is an extra candle. We lit that one up, and then we use that one to light the other ones. And there's, a, there's symbolism in everything. There's okay. patterns in everything, therefore there's a symbol in everything. So, you know, there's no... There's why we are using eight candles, which is balancing the menorah, and then there's a single candle in, in the middle, which is the shamash, the, the, the servant. And in Hebrew, the shamash is related to an older god that is also related to the sun god, Shemesh. Shemesh. Yeah, it's not a coincidence that these words are, are very similar in Hebrew. And we use light. Constantly, we are dependent on the light. We are dependent on the heat. We were speaking about it in our last podcast. That pure light, which is like a laser, the, the sunbeam, when they are pure, there is no loss of energy. But when it comes down to a candle, then there's a lot of loss of energy right now. It produces light, but it produces also a lot of heat. And the heat is, in a way, wasted energy. energy. Wasted energy. Yeah, in a way, this is why, you know, in the cars we have to constantly, there's the radiator, we have to constantly cool off the, the, the car or our, mm-hmm. our atom factories because they, this is a wasted energy. Yeah. Heat is in a wasted energy. On a energy physical level, on a, phys- on a physical level, in a physical manner, this is a loss of energy. Yeah. But, um, but without that, but without there will be that, no life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? You need that loss of energy. You need that loss of energy. So that's again the duality of things. And that's right. And okay, is so there let's. Song? There's yeah. a the bracha. You, you are better with the bracha. You will devar. Okay. And I light the candles <laughs> and then we start singing. Okay, yalla, ni varech tovei. Baruch Adonai. אלוהינו מלך העולם, אשר קידשנו במצוותיו, וציוונו דליק נר שחנוכה. אמן. ברוך אתה אדוני, אלוהינו מלך העולם. אשר עשה ניסים לאבותינו בימים ההם ובזמן הזה. אמן. מעוז צור ישועתי לכנע משבח טיחון בתפילותי ושם תודה נזבח לעת 
Thank you, you very much. Thank you. And listen to the last gong. Yes. With Jake Yannick in the middle of it. And this will be on my back. <laughs> <laughs>